Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the Last Eichel Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How is your Tuesday going? Yes, I know. Y'all thought, Dawson, I thought you were going to be doing podcast anymore on Tuesdays. I thought you were just doing the Friday podcast from now on. What are you doing? You're confusing us. Well, psych, I'm back. I'm back, and I'm ready for a Tuesday podcast. Yes, because, I mean, I was in the mix of a move. I didn't know what situation I was going to be in. I didn't know how much time I was going to have. Plus, also, I wanted more people to listen to and catch up on my episodes. But then I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I mean, I care about who listens to my podcast, but I need to do this for me. I want to put out two podcasts a week. So guess what? That's what I'm going to do. And plus also, I was thinking that, but also at the same time, something happened that we all need to celebrate, but I am going to celebrate on this podcast. I usually save it for the end, but we got a second review, baby. The last Eagle Heart podcast got a second review, and yes, it's a five star five stars the second review and this is what really wrapped everything together and motivated me well not motivated me but really brought me back to the Tuesday podcast uh and so I could do them on Tuesdays and Fridays so let's just go ahead and read off the second review my podcast got uh the beans and cheese with a flame emoji that's how it starts very strong the beans and cheese. This person called my podcast the beans and cheese. I'm implying that delicious uh, appetizer that you can get at any Tex-Mex restaurant. Cheese bean, uh, bean dip. Yeah, but they mix the when you mix the cheese and the beans together. Oh, I always get a large when I go. Oh, ooh, that and a guacamole. Mm, of course, I'm by myself. I'm baller that way. Get the large guac and the large bean dip with the cheese so he starts out like that or she I don't know but this person starts out strong the flame emoji is beautiful by the way uh it says you slap with info and the pompous humor however keep the podcast booming we need more out the box personalities you're truthfully more go than Dale Earnhardt wow that is a powerful message by Drax them sclounced. I am, I just butchered that name, but I don't know. Y'all come up with the craziest, wackiest usernames, and I love it. Okay, I absolutely love it. So, whoever Drax them sclount. Okay, you can you can tell me what your name is. Just just follow me. Follow me on all social medias. DM me how to pronounce that name. I'll follow you back. Don't be scared. I follow everybody back. The of course, my social media is be linked in the description. But yes, that was an amazing five-star review, and I appreciate it. Um, I really needed to hear that, especially that that they compared me to the goat Dell Earnhardt Jr. himself. I don't watch NASCAR personally, but I will. I know who Dale Earnhardt is. I mean, I'm not his son, Jr. Okay. Dale Earnhardt Jr.? No, 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 no. Not that garbage NASCAR driver. I'm just kidding. He, I, I heard he's good, but he's nothing to Dale Earnhardt 
the Dale Earnhardt, okay? The beast, the goat. So if he compares me to him, I'm taking it. I'm running with it. Um, the first review compared me to uh, Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, and Le- LeBron James. Okay, so so not only uh, am I those three guys, but I'm now add, add Dale Earnhardt to the list. So Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, LeBron James, and now someone compared me to Dale Earnhardt. Let's see how many people I can get compared to. I'm going to have to write these down to remember them. <laughs> Some girl I eventually will start talking to. She's like, what, what makes you so special? Well, have you ever met a guy this complete package? She's like, oh, you think you're the complete package? Yeah, I'm the complete package. I am Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, LeBron James, and Dale Earnhardt all in one person. Boom. Wow. <laughs> you do seem interesting. But no, thank you for that review celebrate when it's very celebratory i want to just pop open some champagne right now but you know i'm 20 and i'll have to have someone buy it for me so i can't do that so guess what anybody that wants to buy me some champagne i will videotape myself popping it open in celebratory fashion for my second review on the last i go heart podcast dm me and i will give you my address if you're not too crazy of a person i don't want anybody just showing up to my doorstep just be like or, you know, rob me or something. Murder me. I don't know. Or just to be weird. <laughs> like ding dong ditch or something. But if you're going to buy me a bottle of champagne, then we're, then then now we're talking. I'll risk it. But no. Thank you for the review. Keep the reviews coming, by the way. Keep them coming. Good or bad. I don't care. I just give me a review because I'll talk about it. Well, Dawson, really? You want a bad review? No, I don't want a bad review. But I'll read them, though. I'm not afraid of a bad review. Well, Dawson, get ready. Because you're young. You haven't, you haven't faced much resilience yet. But just wait till that first bad review comes and hits you. Well, I'm ready. Come at me. Who's going to do it? Someone from the cancel culture? Is that who's going to come at me first? Someone give me a bad review from the cancel culture? You know, come at me. I'm ready. Start unloading all your ammo on my podcast i don't care if you like me or not if you're listening right now apparently you do like me a little bit and you're willing to uh, keep listening to me uh and if you don't like me or like don't like my podcast and you want to send me a nasty review go for it i don't care i joke about anything and i'm proud of it there you go i want i will joke about anything and everything I don't care what other people think. If they think it's funny, awesome. If they don't, whatever. Go someplace else. I don't care. Doesn't affect me any at all. Zero. Okay? I've faced backlash before in my life. Really, Dawson, you have? Yes, I've already faced backlash. I, uh, (laughs) one time I was on stage, of course, pre-COVID, and I was, and I made a joke. And this was when jeweling was very popular amongst the young people, uh, including minors that weren't allowed to jewel, but they jeweled anyways. So I went on stage and I made a joke about uh, selling jewel pods to minors. And apparently, I mean, people, I mean, enjoyed it, but then there was those few, few I mean, I want to say over the age of 40, they were all like, ugh. Some of them over the age of 40. Some of them that were the over, 
uh, others that were over age of 40 were pretty cool, but then there were some that were just like, oh. One of them came with me, do you really? I'm, I'm like, uh, really what? Do you, do you really sell jewel plus? Are you that ignorant, really? No, I don't. Unless it's for a good price. Then maybe. <laughs> I, no, I don't. But who cares? It was a joke. Get over it. So no, I faced my fair share already. It was just that one time. But do I still do that joke? Do I still want to do that joke? Yes. Next time I'm on stage, I'm going to do it proudly. But no. <laughs> Come at me with the three-star reviews, the one-star reviews, whatever you want. But just, you know what? Keep the reviews coming. It shows me what I... It shows me it's like my little, little just everything that just shows that what I just need to read, read off on my podcast, and I really would enjoy just reading all of them. But now, thank you for that review again, man, and uh, or woman, I don't know, but I'm assuming by that username, no woman would have that username. But thank you for that review. And uh, more to come. So you brought the Tuesday podcast back. You were the little, you were the little bit that pushed the Tuesday podcast uh, going forward. So Tuesdays and Fridays are now back on. Everybody, woohoo, man! Y'all missed out one week. Ooh, but now it's the double dose of Dawson every week now. But no, everybody's bored during quarantine. Everybody is. I know. What? When is this gonna be over? People are predicting November after the election. I don't know. People think, people think that it's just going to turn around as soon as 2021 hits. I hope. But I don't know what the future holds. But what I do know is, is that we're bored now. So I got some things that I have found. Uh, little, some DIY projects that you can go ahead and unravel and see if you want to do them during quarantine. Because, I mean, you probably have nothing else to do. So, why not? Uh, first one, uh, trampination. Tra- yeah, trampination. Have you ever heard of that? Some of you may have, some of you may not. But uh, it is an easy DIY. It's the uh, process of drilling holes into your head uh, uh, to... Uh, supposedly bring the great euphoric feeling of uh, it, it's supposed to be for like you know um, to access more of your consciousness and have like this euphoric like woo all the time uh, that's what nowadays people do it for but back in the day it was to relieve swelling of the brain and uh, some people that were just like psychos where they thought drilling holes in your head was uh gonna help deal with that problem, but no, you can look it up. It's all over YouTube. Uh, it's very easy to do, or they make it look very easy. There's a lot of people that do the do it themselves. They just take a drill. There's this one lady, uh, named Amanda Fielding, and she went ahead and just took a drill and just started drilling into her dome. She did that, lost a pint of blood. Wrapped her head up, ate a steak to uh, rebuild that iron back up from losing all that blood, and then she went to party. She went to a party like a champ. Uh, ladies at the Me Too movement, yeah, you're gonna want some girl on that. You want some girl like that on your team. Now she's probably 
passed away now. I'm not for sure, but this was a video back in the late 70s. Uh, it was a little, I guess it was a documentary, I guess. I don't know, but you can look it up on the internet. Amanda Fielding, trepanation, self-trepanation. Uh, but people in the medical field don't use it. It's more personal use now. A lot, uh, some people do it. Uh, a lot of cultures, like a lot of like uh, tribes do it. Yeah, that was great to see on the internet. YouTube videos of young kids getting holes cut in their head. Because, I don't know, some mystical powers or whatever they believe in. But no, I think it's pretty great too. It's all, I, I think if you're going to get one, I think you should get at least three. I think three is the magic number because it would look great on on anybody because you look kind of like a bowling ball. Just get them like all in the same er general area. Just in the off chance that some psycho comes up and cuts your head off, he has something to play with afterwards. That would be great. But no. Some people think drilling more holes means you're getting more knowledge, you're getting more, you're accessing more parts of your brain that you couldn't have because now there's more blood for flow. I mean, there's, I've seen pictures of people drilling, I think, I think I've seen a picture of some guy that drilled eight holes in his head. Just insane. And it's like a little crevice, like they literally just peel back the skin, a little circle, peel back the skin. And literally just drill the skull out, take that piece of bone out, put the skin flat back, and then now there's just a little indention in the head. So, great. That's a little DIY if you're really bored at quarantine, and you can do yourself. You got you can have that nice, nice like uh have like five six holes going on. Have that nice Swiss cheese head going on for you. That'd be nice. It would be beautiful. I would add that onto the list of beauty tips. Just have all those holes in your head and walk around thinking that you're just smarter than everybody else. Like, hey, look, I got these. Or, you know, do one. Bring out your inner whale. If you think you're a whale, whatever, just drill a hole in your head. Cures headaches. That's what they say. I just think two ibuprofen or one to leave. I don't know. <laughs> I think that would work just fine. But it's whatever you want to do. But that's one DIY that you can go ahead and just add to your list. Just put that down in your notes. Trampination. Look that up on YouTube. It's great. Awesome. Another uh, another one uh, that, that would be a great DIY is a lobotomy. Yeah. I don't know if you know what a lobotomy is or not, but it's, uh, it's, it's foolproof. Uh, the reason why I bring up a lobotomy is because everybody in quarantine is all stuck in their house. They feel kind of crazy. They don't know what to do. They're just all antsy and whatever. I kind of feel like I'm going a little bit crazy up in, uh, up just stuck in my room all the time. So, I mean, I can only imagine how everybody else feels with finances, all that. They just feel like they're going crazy. So, I feel like uh, lobotomy uh, is a good DIY as well. I've never heard of anybody doing a self-lobotomy, so I'd bring a friend along. Because what a lobotomy is, is they, uh, uh, actually, well, it's, it's, it, this guy that made up the lobot that came up with the lobotomy, uh, won a Nobel pre, uh, medical Nobel pre peace prize, uh, for, for it. So, I mean, come on, he got a Nobel. I mean, he has to be able to have some, no, it's, it's thing. And what they do is they take, take this long ice pick looking thing. 
and put it like into like the top of your eye where like the bone is in your in your eye socket that bone and you, they hammer it they hammer it into your eye and they take it and they just like wiggle it around a little bit here a little wiggle it around a little bit there and pop it back out and it does something to your I don't know what the scientific term for it is but it does something to the front part of your brain to where you lose all personality where you basically become like a zombie it's it's awesome if you want to uh just you know just be zombified and have no feeling but at least uh you won't be psycho anymore uh supposedly cures headaches supposedly uh it just you know takes all that anger all that whatever all those anxiety all those problems that you had just poof gone just with a little ice pick just a little tap 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 in one side and tap 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 in the other eye socket boom easy and it just causes two little holes which will fill over time except for the part where when your skull but i mean the dude has a nobel I don't know if the practice, I don't think the practice is used anymore, but it was used on over 5,000 patients um, in mental hospitals. I don't know, it could be more. And they were used a lot in mental hospitals to treat uh, psychotic patients. And they became like vegetables. But at least they, they got cured. That's, that's the most important part of this whole thing is that they got cured. So, I mean, so you got trampination and lobotomies to do, to learn about and do do as you will as the DIYs from the last I Go Heart podcast, stamp of approval, trampination and, D, uh, and uh, lobotomies. You have to do, try one of those. Send me your results. That's what I, email me, email me, DM me, whatever you want to do, just pictures or tell me your experiences actually when you do the lobotomy uh, or do the lobotomy or the trepanation of drill holes uh send me a video send me send me videos that would be awesome because then i mean post it on youtube or something because i mean people do it to themselves all the time not lobotomies but that lobotomy would be like a two uh to four person uh experiment not really experiment but diy it wouldn't be a diy it'd be two to four person group thing now trampination full-fledged do that drill as many holes as you want in your head go full cheese head on that one cheese head that'll be awesome all the green bay packers fans out there you're not only getting smart but you don't have to buy those stupid hats anymore you can just drill holes in your head instant cheese head instant fandom i mean Man, I'm just coming up with ideas over here. You don't have to buy that ridiculous hat anymore. Discount, double check it. Put the holes in your head. Come on. And and at the same time, I mean, come on. I don't know. You can drill holes in your head, and then you can start moving stones. You can start, you know, infiltrating people's thoughts. I haven't read all into it, but people said that you can do crazy stuff if you start doing that. When the blood flow starts rolling, you can you can do anything. Oh, but then lobotomy could cure headaches or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but uh, only because I don't have those issues. See, if I had those issues, it could be debatable, but
but I don't have those issues. So therefore, people that having that struggle, well, that struggle with headaches, you know, psychosis, uh, major depression, major anxiety, and just doesn't want to take the medication anymore. Trampination and lobotomies, boom, perfect. I full-on support that. So here at the Last I Go Heart Podcast, stamp of approval for trampination lobotomies, send me your videos if you're willing to do it. I would love to see them. I'll talk about them on the next podcast. It'd be, it'll be awesome, be interesting. But no, I uh, also realized that uh, um, from being by myself a lot, I really want a uh a dog or no no not a dog like yeah a dog but like some kind of animal some kind of comfort thing that i can like you know pet whatever i just want some kind of animal can't really afford one yet okay because like i know there's like those animal lovers but they're like really rich like you know the rich people that get pets like mike tyson level they're gonna go straight to the snow white tiger the rare white tiger they're just like hey you can uh i'm gonna buy you up all right and then you got the broke people like me that have like the budget for a goldfish four bucks last about a week and then you have to flush it down the toilet you barely even gave it a name and you're already saying bye to it so you have to spend another four bucks on another goldfish and you got about a week, so you better not even, you, there's no point of even naming it. And then, oh, and then I came across this interesting animal. I don't know how much they cost. I don't know if you can buy one. I don't even know where I would even get one. But uh, if, if they're selling them on the black market, I might, I might just have to pick me up one. I might just have to, you know, hop on there. I don't know. Find someone that has access to that market and buy me one. But no, I've been seeing these videos. They're predators to snakes. Yeah, snakes have a predator out there. It's called the mongoose. Mongoose. Have you seen these videos? YouTube videos of a mongoose? Oh, mongoose versus a, a spitting cobra. A mongoose versus a... Any kind of snake, a black mamba, oh, that one's the most interesting one because the black mamba is the most venomous snake in the world. But yet, a mongoose could, I mean, eat its lunch. It eats it up. It's like literally that's, they're into snakes. They eat snakes all the time. And the videos that I watch of them just attacking each other, well, it's like a, it's like a weird match. Because you would think automatically that it's just going to be like, you know, 30 seconds to a minute and it's over with. No. It's like they play with each other. It's a mind game. That's why I like a mongoose. Because I like the manipulation it does to the snake. Because the snake seems so focused. It's so ready to strike or whatever, but the mongoose is already one step ahead. Okay? Well, actually, technically two steps because it's got the thick hide. Therefore, it's harder for the snake to pierce its skin. Number two, the second step, is it's already playing mind games with the snake. It's just waiting for it to strike and then it can make its move. And they're there for like, I don't know, these videos can last from like, anywhere from like five 
well no yeah more like 10 10 to 20 minutes these videos can last of just them just like staring at each other it's like the biggest staring contest ever you're just sweating watching this video just going who is going to strike first is it going to be the mongoose or is it going to be the snake come on who are you rooting for and these mongooses look so cute they look cute and cuddly and, and like so harmless but when you watch this video you're like man maybe cute on the outside but on the inside is a pure beast just complete just tears up anything in its path with his razor sharp teeth it's amazing and it's so quick you think a snake's quick this mongoose is quicker it gets jumps in the air gets out of its way it's a good size too that's why i enjoy it that's why i would enjoy it as a pet because it's not too big but it's not too small it's not even really medium size it's like between small and medium it's sh medium a sh medium sized pet that's a perfect size pet no one no one would ever like they would think that like hey can i pet it i'd be like i wouldn't it'll tear you up it eats snakes like how beast would it be like like watching these videos of the, them going at it i would just think it'd be so beast just to buy just random poisonous snakes and people are like you're are you out of your mind dawson why do you have all these poisonous snakes like i'm like oh you haven't seen come on in it's like an MTV Cribs mo moment. Like, yeah, I want to be on that show. Bring it back so I can just, hey, come into my crib. I have two mongooses. I mean, no, hold on. No, it would be first be able to, come on in. All of a sudden, they see my stockpile of, like, world's poisonous snakes, and they're just like, Dawson, this is insane. Why do you have all these snakes? I'm like, oh. Come out. I haven't figured out the names that I want to name my two mongooses, but come on. Actually, hold on. Would plural of mongoose be mongoose? I, I, <laughs> I gotta look this up. What is the plural term for mongoose? Plural for mongoose. Uh. It would be just it just mongooses. You know what? I don't like that. Because you can't because the plural term for a goose, like if you see multiple goose, you go, Oh, those are geese. So why wouldn't you call them mongoose? You see multiple mongooses mongoose. You see multiple mongoose, you call them mongoose. That's what I'm gonna call them. I'm gonna say, Hey, look at my mongoose. That I'm I'm calling them mongoose. I'm done. Yep, mongoose it is. I'm not, I'm not standing for the mongooses. Mongooses, because I know everybody would rip anybody for that. Anybody would rip <laughs> anybody for that. If I ever said, hey, have you ever seen those mongooses attack that snake? They'd be like, what? I don't even think you're saying it right. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's mongoose. I'm saying mongoose. So, camera people come in. I'm like, hey, you want to check out my mongoose that i have that's why i have these rare venomous snakes and then, then they'll come out of course with like amazing collars around their neck i'm talking i'm pimping out these mongoose and then what was gonna happen is they're gonna come out and then they're gonna look all cute and cuddly you're like oh 
well, what do you have the poisonous snakes for? Like, I don't really understand. And all of a sudden, I'm going to put a glove on. I'm going to take two uh, two black mambas out. I'm like, hey, you see these black mambas? And be like, oh, hey, get back. I'm just going to toss them up in the air. And these mongies are going to come up and just snatch it up. Like, you know, the cat and the catnip commercial where the guy just throws the catnip off his balcony and the cat jumps, I don't know, how many how many stories up in the air to grab that catnip, but that's what the mongeese are going to do. They're going to snatch those two black mambas, and then I am going to be the most, just, I'm going to be the best MTV Cribs episode ever just because I have two, uh, two mongeese that just, that and I have a whole collection of venomous uh, snakes just to show off what my mongoose can do. Just amazing, and they look cute too. So I mean, even better. <laughs> so I mean, that's what animal I want. I want a mongoose. I want two of them. I just don't. I I don't know. I just I probably can't buy them. Probably can't. But guess what? I'm gonna go to Africa. Or wherever they're at. They're probably in Africa. Every every cool exotic animal is in Africa. Every. You just want something. Just Oh, go to Africa to get it. Everything's in Africa. That's a cool pet. Just go to Africa and get it. And they're around them all the time. <laughs> and, and plus also. The, the people there. I mean, amaze me. By how just not uh, how fierce they are i mean have you seen those videos of like the guy in the snake pit he's just around snakes all of a sudden a snake is like cooled up about to bite him and all of a sudden he just smacks the living crap out of this snake and snake's like okay i got you i'm not gonna do this anymore i promise you i'm not gonna okay i got you you smacked me once i'm good all of a sudden his friend comes up out of nowhere and starts mm, being all, oh, oh, he's going to cower down. Well, I'm going to come after him. And the next thing you know, he turns around. And then he just smacks the crap out of him again. It's, oh. oh. Man. Just something else with the snakes. Whew. Oh. Do you hear that static or whatever? Uh, okay. I'll be, I'll be right back. I am going to fix this terrible noise. That is coming from this. Okay. Hey, everybody. I am back. I I think I fixed the terrible noise. Okay. From this mic. I, I'm going to wait a second. Uh, okay. It sounds good to me. Anyways, sorry for the abrupt interruption. I was in the middle of a great story. Or I was about to just end the great story. And then all of a sudden my mic started trying to mess up on me. I, I'm sorry for the mic interference. I uh, accidentally stole this from my school. If you didn't listen to the first episode that it, of my podcast, that explains it. But yes, the microphone that I'm using, I accidentally stole. But it's in my possession, and they obviously don't need it because they're not coming after me. So, any technical difficulties that go on with this mic, it's the school's fault. So, blame my high school. So, if my... All my high school's fault. Anyways, back to what I was saying about my mongoose. I want two mongoose. That's all I want. All I want for Christmas is two mongoose. That's all I want. And 
Y'all learn something new. Y'all are not going to say mongooses. Y'all are going to say mongeese. That's going to be, that needs to be put in the dictionary. That's what needs to be put. So I want, I want them to. Really bad. So you now know what animal I want. Send them to me. Someone's listening to this from Africa. Send them to me. DM me. Send me these animals. I want them. They are beast. And I want something to protect me but looks cute and I can pet. And those things look like I can do both. That can do both. They're very versatile. So. We are moving right into our fun fact. Fun fact. The segment where I bring you a fact from the internet that I find. Or just a fact that I think is fact. And I make it fact. Because I... I'm saying it in my fun fact segment. And the fun fact that I have for you today is weather channels actually have a 90-day forecast. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing, really. Like, I've heard about it, but I've never really done in-depth research. And then, you know, the other day I started looking at the weather and a 90-day forecast popped up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try this out. And, uh... I regretted every moment of it because it just disturbed me. They can't even get the next day right. Meteorologists have this one job is to get the weather correct. And nine times out of ten, the next day when when I wake up, I look at my phone. It says it's supposed to be sunny. I go outside. It's cloudy and pouring down rain. It happens every time or most of every time, 99.8. 8% of the time it's happened. So these guys uh, at the Accu, is it Accu? Yeah, these guys at AccuWeather.com have a lot of balls putting up a 90 day forecast and thinking like people like me are not going to come and, you know, double check what they have going on. So let's just take a, let's just take a quick glance. We're going to go a few months ahead. Uh, we're going to go a month ahead. We're going to go straight into September. And because they already have September, okay, they already have it planned out uh, for my area. We'll we'll just do uh, my uh, old my old area that I used to live in. We'll do Austin, Texas. What 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 do they have going on in September for Austin? And we'll we'll move right on into uh, uh, okay, perfect. It's gonna be beautiful, ninety four degrees for the high. And 76 for the low, so it's going to be a little toasty. But the thing is, though, it's going to be nice, bright, and sunny on September 11th. So for 9-11, it's going to be beautiful and sunny. That's, good. That's great weather for uh, September 11th. It's going to be great. Awesome. We'll see if it keeps it that way. Um, and then, uh, oh, sadly. Hmm. Sadly, towards the end of the month, it looks like we're going to have scattered showers. Oh, we got a thunderstorm for the 27th of September. Wow. So, hey, everybody, pre-plan. Pre-plan. That's what these 90-day forecasts are meant for. Pre-plan. So, make sure September 27th. I know you probably don't even know what you're going to be doing that day, but make sure. Actually, I would pre-put a rain jacket in your trunk of your car and an umbrella just just for the 27th of September because it's going to be coming up quick and there is a 
thunderstorm going to be happening in Austin. So if you live in Austin or near Austin, bring bring one. It's going to be crazy. Crazy weather. <laughs> Just thunderstorms. All right. Well, what what other state should I check? You know, let, let's just put in a random state that I, let's see here. We'll put Denver. Denver, Colorado. All right. Denver. Den, what we got for the month of September for Denver? All right. Oh. Well, September 11th on that day, it's going to be 86 degrees in Denver. Wow, that's actually that's pretty nice weather. That really is. And then boom, straight on the 12th, it's just terrible. Rainy all day. So get ready. Bring, bring your red coat. So sunscreen for the 11th, and we're going to bring raincoat for the 12th. So that's what y'all need to plan for is that situation. Right then in there. <laughs> Just plan for that. So, okay, I'm done with this. We're, mo we're moving along. So basically what I'm trying to get at is, is meteorologists. I would take your 90-day forecast more seriously if you can get your stuff together and actually give me a decent mm, one to two-day forecast. And if you can do that for me, then you got yourself a deal. I'll start believing in your, well, I won't believe in 90-day. We'll, we'll move from two-day consistent forecast. Then we'll actually go to the week, and then we'll go to month and then 90 day forecast how, how about that we'll just do those little segments uh i don't even know how much y'all get paid um but y'all get paid for guessing and y'all guess wrong half the time so please get your stuff together or we're gonna have to start doing wage cuts to you i vote yeah actually yeah yeah i vote i vote since we're doing police officers how about we wage cut meteorologists until we get our weather correct? How about that? Because they're all scamming us every day that we wake up thinking it's going to be sunny or thinking it's going to be good weather. Ne next thing you know, we're out in our beach clothes and then, whoop, there it is. We walk outside and rain or, oh, or snow. They can get that wrong. God, pathetic. Pathetic. So, I vote wage cuts for all meteorologists until further notice. Yeah, until they can get their stuff together and actually predict the weather right. <sighs> yeah, and then give that money that we wage cut those news channels and the meteorologists, we're going to put it to something more useful. Like, you know, people that can actually, you know, give us facts and good stuff. Like me. You know what? Give me the money because I'm sending facts right now. All the wage cut money that all the weather people and the meteorologists get come to me. And I promise to donate part of it. I promise. That's the last Eagle Heart podcast promise right here is to donate part of the proceedings 
to something good. I don't know yet, but it's going to be something. I haven't thought about it. But I will start thinking. Now, moving into the news article. News, news, news. What do we have for the news? Now, you know my news segments. I don't bring you what's popular in the news. No, I bring you something a little bit down under. But it's still in the news, and it's still newsworthy, but I bring it to your attention because others' new channels don't do it. So the news thing that I have for you today is Israeli jeweler selling gold coronavirus mask for a mere $1.5 million. So some guy wanted a personalized, expensive coronavirus mask to wear around. And this Ill, Ill, uh, Israeli jeweler is like, you know what? I got you. And there's pictures of it. You've, you've probably heard about this. And I've actually made tweets about this on Twitter as well. And it's uh, 18 karat white gold mass decorated with 3,600 white and black diamonds and fitted with a top rated N99 filters that are requested for the buyer. Said designer Isaac Levy. Ooh, Isaac Levy. Mm-mm-mm. My. <laughs> wow. Every kiss begins with coronavirus. Let's go. You did a great job. Money well spent. One and a half million dollars blown on a mask that you're probably going to use for the rest of the year. And then maybe a little bit of 2021, depending when this vaccine is going to be coming out. I mean, who knows? It may be for the rest of next year, but more likely it won't be, uh, I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope that as soon as you get this mask, that you have like a few weeks of wearing it, and then everything's back to normal, and then you just got to be like, wow, I just wasted one and a half million dollars. <laughs> well, I'm just going to hang this up next to uh, all the other pointless things that I've bought in life. You know... Wow, you have one and a half million dollars and you choose to buy a uh, a coronavirus mask, a, a sick mask, a mask that you pick up at a walk-in clinic and you bedazzle, a bedazzled walk-in clinic mask and you decide to drop one and a half million dollars on it. You know what? All this looting that's going on right now and all this stuff, I hope you walk right outside and that thing gets snatched right off your face. And then they just run off with it. And then I hope the first thought, instead of, hey, come back with my mask, I hope the first thought would be, hey, you know what? I was an idiot for wearing this mask outside. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are struggling. And then you walk out with a $1.5 million mask you're just asking to be, like, literally just it just snatched right off your face. If I saw you in public, I would snatch that right off your face. But I wouldn't steal it. I would throw it in the trash. Because that's exactly the equivalent of what you did. <laughs> Buying that mask is literally just, you just burned your money. You wasted it. I mean, can you... Can you just give me one and a half million dollars? Can you just give me a million dollars? I'll give you my cash app. I don't know who this guy is, but I hope you're listening to my podcast. Give give me a million, a one point five million dollars. Just cash app me it, because that's you giving me one and a half million dollars. The same thing as you blowing it 
on a bedazzled corona mask. So, congratulations, dude. Yep, this is a dude. Oh, a Chinese businessman. Well, you know what? Alright, guy. Wow. Well, I hope you start wearing that mask, and then uh, you come out positive with COVID. How about that? There you go. We'll top it with that. You wear that mask every day, but then you get your coronavirus test back, and you're positive. That would be <laughs> that would be the great irony of all this. You get a personalized one and a half million dollar mask, and it still didn't work. Man. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know what? Have fun with it. Why not? You know, you have nothing else to do. Uh, spend your money on right now. You have no. You can't go on a shopping spree. So you know what? Splurge yourself with a bedazzled coronavirus mask. Give you a round of applause for that one. Uh, probably the worst purchase of 2020. Definitely the worst purchase of 2020 by far. I mean. Congrats. Anyways, thank you for listening to episode 14 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. Yes, ep 14. Tuesday. Amazing Tuesday. Yes, bringing it back. I'm, I, I should have never stopped. I should have never announced that. But guess what? I did. I did. I'm sorry. I regret it. And thank you again for that guy or girl whoever for giving me that five-star review to really bring back the Tuesday podcast that's been gone for so long but no everybody thank you for listening again uh in the description of my podcast uh will be links to all my social media accounts as well as my email so follow me on all social media platforms and email me any questions you have any thoughts email me a funny video Email me a gross video, email me whatever video or any question or whatever's popping on your mind just pops up in your head. Um, just especially if you're going to get this new uh, trepanation uh, or um, uh, lobotomy procedure DIY done, uh, then definitely you're going to have some thoughts on your mind because it's definitely going to expand your mind or make you a complete vegetable. Um, so if you're, if you're doing the trepanation for sure, you're going to have to email me some interesting things that, uh, a person with no holes in their head just can't even imagine doing so, but no, thank you for listening again. Uh, episode 14. Thank you everybody. And I will be seeing y'all this coming up Friday. The last I go hard podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.